When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Dwayne's World. Great to have your company wherever you're listening. It is Melbourne Membership Day, as you've heard on SEN. Show your demon spirit. Join today and get six games for the price of three. Visit membership.melbournefc.com.au. And Charlie Spargo has been good enough to join me for a chat. Charlie, welcome. Great to have you on the show. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Dwayne. So I was out at Casey on the weekend and saw your guys in action live. You looked pretty good. The Grundy experiment looks like it's working pretty well. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, Max and, and Brody formed a pretty um, formidable pairing on, on Saturday and you can sort of see the, the things they're doing together when uh, one's in the ruck and, and one's up forward. So definitely, um, you know, it can cause some troubles for opposition because um, they can both, you know, play in the ruck, play forward. Also, our other new players as well, Lucky Hunter, I thought was was really good on a wing so it's good to get you know some experienced guys into the into the footy club who um can sort of give a different perspective on things but yeah both really leading the way on the field as well had a couple of young guys as well you got uh, well there was a 19 year old judd mcvee looked pretty good you gave tajway woden a couple of minutes as well you've got a couple of, even bailey Laurie looked okay so you're trialing a couple of young guys as well in this preseason. Yeah, that's right. I think um, it's really a credit to those guys. We've sort of been speaking about them and giving their kudos all pre-season, but um, Goody said that's the best condition they've seen all the, the one- to four-year players come back early and um, that he's ever seen in his whole career. So uh, all the all the young guys did a tremendous amount of work over the off-season, came back in really good shape, and you can see some of them, you know, Judd, Bailey and Taj, uh, Jacob Van Ruin around the mark as well. They're, they're giving themselves those opportunities due to the work they put in. But, um, yeah, they've all been, you know, incredibly impressive and um, all really capable now to come in and play a really important role for us when we need it. So, um, yeah, it's exciting on that front. You've been really impressive for a couple of years now too, Charlie. You've played, I think, every game the last two years in a row. So you've been pretty durable and reliable and consistent. Yeah, that's right. It's um, it's pretty cool hearing you say that. It's um, you know, something after my probably second and third year where I only played eight games apiece that I didn't think would really be achievable I'll probably ha- um, have that happen but um, just put a bit of time into my body and, and my diet my preparation things like that over the last sort of three years I feel like I've got a really professional lifestyle and figured out um, how to listen to my body and how to get it right so um, yeah pretty proud of that achievement to not have missed a game in the last two years and um, again feeling pretty fit and healthy uh, and stronger going into this year. It's a tough forward line to play in as well and kick goals in I noticed you kicked 10 last year after 18 the year before, but you've got a, a good spread of guys who can be damaging on the scoreboard. So it's not just about how many you actually kick yourself. Yeah, that's right. It's, um, I think we do a really good job of uh, the coaches, particularly Greg Stafford, our forward coach, and the rest of the forward players, of recognising those who do the work that doesn't necessarily directly um, show up as a goal on the scoreboard, but um, you know gets our, our forward line playing the way it should. So... Um, it really depends on the way the game's being played. You know, some days um, I'll be getting the ball, you know, a lot higher up the ground around half-back, just helping the, helping the backs and the mids out. So I won't really be getting those looks dangerously, whereas another day you might see a small forward such as 
Cade Chandler or, or Cozzy Pickett getting the ball. They're playing a little bit deeper and they're getting a lot of shots on goal. Same with Bailey and, and Tom and Ben. So um, I feel like, yeah, we've got a pretty versatile sort of group of forwards. Um, Cozzy and uh, Alex and myself are pinch hitting in the midfield as well. So, um, yeah, we're sort of, uh, we pride ourselves on being a selfless sort of line group that, that's willing to sort of do whatever roles needed on that given day, depending the way the game's played. So, um, yeah, everyone's going to have their day and, you know, bob up and kick two or three goals. But we do a good job of um, rewarding all the hard work that, that everyone does. And a larger rotation through the midfield as well. You mentioned Cozzy, who uh, I think Max Gorn explained earlier today that the numbers of clearances won by Melbourne's centre square starting four uh, goes up percentage-wise when Cozzy's in there. So there's going to be a, a larger number, we're told, of rotations through the midfield for a lot of teams this year. Yeah, that's right. I think... Um... You probably see it competition wide, but from our perspective, I guess it's just um, it's just helping out the mids and, and giving other teams different looks. I mean, you know, you look at track, uh, Jack Viney, Clayton, you know, one of the best best midfields in the league. But if you're um, in the midfield the whole game, um, and you know, you're constantly at centre bounces, um, you know, one you probably get pretty tired, but two it can become predictable. So it's good that um, Alex, myself, Cozzy, um, you know, we've sort of done some work in the preseason to sort of get our bodies right and learn how to play in the midfield so that when they do need a chop out, we can go in there, go in there and provide some fresh legs and give the opposition a few different looks. Um, as you can imagine, you know, Cozzy is probably one of the scariest players to play on in the league. Mm-hmm. So when he's in there, I'm sure the, the opposition's um, watching him closely, which can free up other guys. And as well as that, it's, it's also good to, you know, put Christian forward um, and Clary forward and Jack forward because um, they've got, you know, skills um, themselves as, as really solid one-on-one players who can take marks and kick goals. So um, it sort of works out well both ways. We're seeing teams just try and get it inside 50. It doesn't have to be clean. It doesn't have to be precision. But if you've got the talent in there, just get it in there and the talent will sort it out once it's in there. I think we've seen more inside 50s in one round of this preseason comp on average than we've seen for you know a number of years. Well, you had 57 yourselves, and Richmond had 55 against you on the weekend. But if you've got the quality in there, you're going to turn yours into goals. And that's the thing with Geelong. That's why they just got it in there last year, because they knew they had the quality forward to turn it into goals. Yeah, that's right. And I think, you know, you look at footy um, holistically, and there's so many mistakes made in a game. Um, so you sort of just got to embrace that sort of messy style of football sometimes. And that's right, as you said, just get it in there to um, to semi to advantage to, to really good players and let them do the rest. So, um, yeah, no surprise teams are sort of embracing that way of just getting it in and giving their really good forwards a look. And obviously Richmond, um, in their really successful run, sort of embraced that play style. We've, we've looked to do that as well. And, and Geelong was, was clinical last year, winning the flag, um, just getting it into their key forwards as well. I noticed, I noticed the Dogs pre-season. I'm not sure how much you have watched of other teams, but the Dogs are planning to just stack their forward line with key tools and great players to be able to sort it out when it gets in there. Just get it in there and, and hope that the quality up there is going to do it. The Giants are going to play Toby Green forward more as a key forward or a permanent forward than ever because, again, that just get it forward and your quality of player ahead of the ball is going to sort it out for you. Do you think that's going to be the trend across the board this year? Um, yeah, you, you can imagine it it, it. it does make sense and sort of re- reiterates that point that you you just brought up and we sort of touched on, I guess. Um, yeah, it's you want to give other teams different looks. You don't want to become predictable. So, um, you know, the more talent you have and the, the best way you can spread it over the ground, whether it's, um, you know, the Bulldogs playing a taller forward line, as, as you said, they've got 
a lot of good tools in Norton and Lobb and even and young Darcy as well and Ugo Hagen. Like that's that's a problem within itself. And obviously Toby Green's a, a great one-on-one player, but can also spit through the midfield. So um, yeah, it's just important I think to have multiple strings to your bow as a team and be able to sort of flip um, flip mids and forwards and and people everywhere, which is you know what we're trying to do as well. And you've got a couple of guys who are out with injury. How far away is well, Bailey Fritch for one with a foot? Yeah, um, Bailey's just coming along nice in his rehab. I think, you know, feet aren't anything you want to sort of rush back. So um, he's just working working away in rehab really nicely and, and ticking boxes off um, consistently the last two weeks. So not exactly sure when we'll see him back, but um, he seems really um, sort of have a, to have a positive outlook on his rehab and, and pretty bullish that he won't be back um, too long. And again, no, and it's not your portfolio, the injury uh, portfolio, but I've got to ask you, Jack Viney, is he far away? And is Christian Salem still a chance for early in the season? Yeah, so obviously Salo's had his, uh, a bit of a thyroid condition and that's something uh, similar to Bailey. You don't really want to rush. So um, he's just sort of building up his reconditioning at the moment. But um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't imagine he's too far away. And then and Jack similar, a little bit of a... A sort of um, not a scare, but just a little issue to his knee uh, training last week. But I'm pretty sure he'll be right for either round one or really early in the year as well. And ball use, I noticed Mark Williams has still been doing a lot of work, even pre-game uh, the game that you played against Richmond last week. He was doing a lot of work with your midfield to get that position kicking right. I think there's a lot of players in the comp that um, if they can get their kicking a little better, I don't want to mention the war, but you've got a couple who aren't that good in front of goal at the moment. Uh, a couple of your key midfielders, some of your superstars, like Christian Petrarca uh, amongst them. Has Choco been working with a few of you and them over summer? Yeah, Choco's, um, Choco, as soon as he came on two years ago, he, he took up our kicking program. We call it the Elite Kicking Program. So he's just um, doing lots of kicking drills with us. And then this year, um, he's taken over as a goal-kicking coach as well. So, um, yeah, he's doing a, a mountain of work. Um, both with us at training and, and in the craft room, but also away uh, away from us looking at stats with our analytics guys and um, the best ways to improve on our goal kicking and where we miss our shots from and all that sort of stuff. So um, technically, he's, he obviously um, knows so much about kicking, about football, because he's been around the game for so long. But um, I think the best thing that Choco does is just instill confidence in us and I think that's half the battle in front of goal and with the ball in hand is truly believing that you're a good kick and that you've put the work in. So um, that's sort of what he's been focusing on uh, this preseason. And although there might not have been the best results on the weekend, but I feel like the the tide is starting to turn in that respect. Um, I know I'm certainly feeling a lot more confident in front of goal, training, um, doing training with him, and I know other guys would say that as well. So, um, yeah, definitely something we're working on. No, good to hear. Hey, Charlie, great to have a chat to you. Always good to be able to, to get superstars like you on my show. It makes my show better. So I really appreciate you taking time out of your day to have a chat. Good luck this year and good luck against the Dogs. Saturday, March 18 is going to be a ripper. No worries. Thanks for having me, Dwayne. Appreciate it. Charlie Spargo joining us. Melbourne Membership Day today on SEN. Show your demon spirit. Join today and get six games for the price of a three-game membership. Visit membership.melbournefc.com.au. You with Dwayne Ward back shortly.